Well, good evening, all. Here we are, another evening with the Course of Love. We will be starting this evening with day 34 on page 329 in the the original edition. And Joe Riley, what page is it in your book? Uh, 640. 640? Really? 6. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So in the second, early, later edition is 640. Uh, let me just say welcome, whoever just joined us. I'd like to announce whether they're going to read or listen. Hi, it's going to listen. I couldn't hear. Some You're breaking up. It's Pat, and I'm going to oh, listen. Hi. hi, Pat. Hi. Nice to hear hi. you. Thank hi. you. You too. Okay, I'm going to leave the tones on for a little while, then I'll shut them down so we won't have any surprises. Okay, so as I said, we'll be starting on day 34. Um, and I do want to make one announcement. You know, the days are flying by with these dialogues. This one's a very short one, and we'll be getting it to day 40. Then my plan is to go into the epilogue, and then that'll be... And what I'd like to go from there, we're going to go into the dialogue. dialogues unveiled. Now, you can print them off if you don't... If the newer edition has them in the back of the book. Right, Joe? It's in the book. Right in your book? Yes, it's in the back of the book. Okay. So the earlier edition doesn't. But if you go on to maryperone, all lowercase, dot com, and there's a drop-down menu, it'll say Dialogues Unveiled, you can print them off that website. And you can have, you know, if you have a printer, or you can just uh, print them, or you can maybe... uh, Pick them up on an email. To send yourself an email. So they are available somehow. Because that's what we will be doing after the ep- epilogue. So, all right? Everybody okay with that? There is a way to get them. You can print yes, them through PDF. All right, good. So that's my plan going forward. And I'm going to say good evening to who just joined us since they would like to announce. And let us know you're there. You're listening. Good evening. Hello? Can you hear me? Is that you, Reverend Bill? I hope so. I think so. Oh, because I thought I heard uh, someone come in. That's what I'm questioning. Did you hang up and come in again? No, I didn't. Oh, all right. All right, I'm I'm going to shut the tones down because they get dis- can disturb us. I'm going to shut them down now. Okay, so they're off. So we're going to go forward. So I made the announcement of, of how our curriculum will go uh, from the days to the epilogue and then into the uh, uh, dialogues unveiled. 
I think that's good. Joe Riley, let me ask you, do they, in your edition, the later edition, do the Dialogues Unveiled come right after the 40 days or is it after the epilogue? Um, it comes, oh, sorry, here, Learning in the Time of Christ, Part 3. It comes after that. All right, we're not, all right, so, and the epilogue is before the learning in the time of Christ, right? Uh, day 40. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's day 40, but there's, there's the epilogue, too, comes at the end. Let me see uh, my book. Yeah. It's very short, I remember. Oh, the epilogue, yes. Yes. The epilogue and then Learning in the Time of Christ, Part 3. Right. And then Dialogue Failed. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's after. Okay, so the dialogue. So we're not going to go into Learning in the Time of Christ because those, the way they, they should be should be in your book, which they are, Joe, they're in, in front of each book. But in the earlier edition, it's in the back. So it should be read every time you start one of the new books. So it, we're not going to do that, but we'll do the epilogue, and then we will go into um, the, the Dialogues Unveiled. Okay. All right, so let's get started. Get this party started. Okay, I will announce the reading list, then I will give us a little centering prayer, and we'll get underway. Reading this evening, we have Judy, Joe Riley, Miguel, Lana, Reverend Bill, Shirley. Listening, we have Gloria, Jessica, and Pat. Has anyone joined us at this point who would like to announce whether they're reading or listening? Hi, this is Lemoyne. Um, Hi, Lemoyne. I can read if I you like. Excuse me? Oh, I said I can read if you like. Yes, I'd like. I'm putting you on the uh, like reading list. Okay, so we have after Shirley is Lemoyne. Okay, uh, some household reminders again and again. Please, you know, be cognizant of muting your phone if you're not speaking or reading at the moment. And, of course, you know, Try not to step on anyone's toes. And when we do share, it's always good to say I'm complete so everybody knows and, you know, the floor is open for them to, you know, come in. And again, like I ask at the end, towards the end of the call, to leave space for us to ask if there's anybody out there who has not had the, you know, the opportunity or the inclination to share, to give them the encouragement to come forth. Um, and of course, you know, just be your two selves and bring all the love that you have within your heart to these readings, as we always do. Okay, so here we go. Oh, Lillian, I wanted to mention, uh, I before we go for I mentioned to the crowd that, you know, I will be at the end of this reading of the... It, we're going to do the dialogues unveiled. 
I know you can go on MaryParone.com to print them or copy them off there somehow. Uh, is there any other way that uh, people can access a copy of that? Do you know of any other way? Um, Someone? Not, not immediately, no. All right. So, so I'm going to ask around, too, because I have a paper copy that was given to me a while ago, and I think Lee has it, so... Paula, comment about this. I have a copy that we received quite a while ago from Lynn Kidd. uh, And at that time, that was at the time of the first edition or the first printing. The Mm -hmm. second, the, the one in the new book, has a considerable difference in terms of identifying the true self. Um, I think the wording is for the most part the same, but but there's a difference in in the lowercase and the uppercase self that that makes it uh, considerably different. Um, So I I just wanted to throw that out there. If we want to get a copy, if we can get a copy of that with the new edition, I think that might be helpful as well. Thank yeah, you. I mean, without getting the new book. Yes, I, you know, I have on mine, because mine is one of the early editions, and I, you know, just wrote them in. But when I saw it, too, I went on Mary, and I saw it, and I am going to print it out for myself. You know, it's on her website, which would, should be the later edition. But, and, uh, you know, so you, you know, because even with the first edition versus the second edition of the book, there are some changes, and I'm actually thinking of ordering the later book. So, but we'll find a way for everybody to have a copy before the time comes. Okay? Just want to bring it to everyone's attention. You can start, you know, looking into it now. But when we start getting into it, we should all have a copy. Okay. So that's topic put on the side for now. So let's just take a few deep breaths. Let's relax. Let's get ready to get delve into day 23, saying yes to power. And with these centering words, just close your eyes for a moment and listen to this, these affirmative words. Anger and faith, we claim peace. To keep us patient and positive, guidance to show me the way, healing to claim my wholeness, and abundant supply to meet our every need. So let's say anchored in faith and claim peace, patience, positivity, guidance, healing, and wholeness and abundance as we stay anchored in faith. Okay. Now we'll get started. All right. So back to what we had read some things in day 33, which was being in relationship before we get into saying yes to power. I will bring us up to snuff. And he said to us in day 33... All relationship is with love 
because all relationship is with God, who is one in being with you, being in power. Relationship is powerful. Each have claimed some type of power for yourselves, some means of exerting that power, which is the same as saying some means of individuating the true self. This is the power of being, the power to individuate the true self, the power to be who you are. This is power and the source of power. This is the force of creation, the only true power. But again, despite that we each hold the power of creation within us, it is only in relationship that it can be expressed and that we become powerful to realize that you are in relationship with everything and everyone all of the time is to realize the full extent of your power. You cannot realize that you are in relationship with everything and everyone all of the time and retain the desire to use your power. This is impossible. The realization that you are in relationship with everything and everyone all of the time is the realization of oneness and unity. The realization that you are one in being, creator and created. This is a relation that only comes of love because love is the only condition of union. Thus, when you realize your relationship to all, you are all powerful. So we will start our usual. Each will have a paragraph to read, starting with Judy, Joe Riley, Miguel, Lana, Reverend Bill, Shirley, and Lemoyne. So Judy, would you start us off on day 34, please? Yes, thank you. Wow. Power is of creation, not of destruction. Yet creation and destruction are two sides of the same continuum, as are hot and cold, darkness and light. Seeing in wholeness includes seeing the opposites that seem to exist at these two ends of the same spectrum. If the new way of seeing the self just spoken of, seeing the self as being in relationship is key to creating a new world, how does this relate to the seeming opposite of creation? How does this new way of seeing relate to destruction? Does creation of the new have to include destruction of the old? Next. Creation simply does include destruction in much the same way all includes nothing. Without relationship, all and nothing are the same. In relationship, the difference between all and nothing is everything. So too is it with creation and destruction. Without relationship, creation and destruction are the same. In relationship, the difference between creation and destruction is everything. Pass. Relationship is needed to create difference. However, 
relationship with everything creates sameness or the very oneness in being that we have been talking about. Thirty-four point four. The wholehearted desire that is upon you now is the desire to know and experience this oneness of being in relationship rather than the difference of being in relationship. The wholeness of being in relationship rather than the separation of being in relationship. The wholehearted desire can be fulfilled in you. It is being fulfilled in you. As it is fulfilled in you, you will create a new world, a world based on sameness rather than difference. You have faced and admitted your willingness to leave striving for specialness and differences behind. Now you see only, now you need only realize that your wholehearted desire has made it so. And begin to see and create this change in the world around you. Pass. 8. Hi, Paula. I've joined, but I have a mouthful of food. Okay. You said no, you cannot. I'm sorry, it kind of sounded muffled on my phone. Oh, sorry. Okay. I've I got a mouthful of food, so I, I can't read it. <laughs> okay. 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 Anybody else want to announce? I'll read. Uh, Mike is here, uh, but I can't read. I don't have my book right now. But uh, thanks. Thank you. Thank you both, Deborah and Micah. Nice to know you're here with us. Anybody else silently waiting to answer? <clears throat> it's Pat. I can read. Go ahead, Pat. It's all yours, 34.8. All right. Thus we continue to draw to the close of our time together by asking each other to experience our power, the power of sameness of being. Are you willing to experience the power of God to let it flow through you? Realize how many have said no to this request. 
Realize the importance and the power of your willingness to say yes. Yes. And complete. Well, the is open. This is Micah. Why? What we're reading is powerful. (laughs) Uh, This is Micah again. The where where that took me the last paragraph last two paragraphs is how we are the the dreamer of the world and uh, and it took me back to that near death experience where um, that field of light that's that's all that was experienced was this amazing field of light and um, in this near death experience the the light was projecting the body into space time. And uh, and space time was just a dimension of other of, of many dimensions. It's so astounding that this creativity of mind. It's incomprehensible to this little mind, and uh, the light was projecting the body, and every cell was an effect of that light, and. Uh, and that is our power to dream a world. Like I'm looking out at a harbor with water and seals and seagulls and many people and to feel our unity in, in this mind, um, clouds above, trees, uh, the moisture in the air, just, just you know, all the fishing boats. It's, um, and, and it's all... It's all, I, I, I hesitate to say my creation because we have to own it, but it feels like our creation of this one mind that we share, that we share with each other, we share with God. But my experience into this mind and our power came from the, the deepest revelation I ever had of, of this, this is a dream in a mind was when something finally surrendered to the idea that I am creating all of this. And it, and it made, it, it was difficult because it, it made no sense from one perspective because something could see individuated forms of people walking around and going behind buildings and, and knowing that, uh, that their lives continued and uh, so for it to be my dream, it, was, it made no sense in a certain way and and finally something just said okay I don't understand it I'll accept it and when it accepted my power to dream the world it was astounding it was like a horse taking a saddle you know just surrendering and, and even though it couldn't understand it and as soon as it embraced the idea okay this is my dream and spirit was teaching me for weeks just you know, 
relentlessly. You're dreaming every ripple of the water, every blade of grass blowing in the wind, every footstep everybody's taking, every expression on every face, and it went on and on and on. And finally something just said, okay, uh, and just accepted it. And as soon as it accepted its power to dream a world, the awareness shifted or maybe I should say exploded out of body identification and just went into this one mind and suddenly it saw that all these different aspects of all these different people, the ones going behind buildings, the, the coyotes, the, 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 the hawks, everything was just a, a projection of consciousness into a dimension of space-time. But it was all predicated on embracing our power to dream a world. And, and something in us is afraid of that. You know, it's, it's, I don't know why we're afraid of our power because it's so full of love. And in that mind that the awareness shifted into, it was amazingly lovely and full of light. Um, I don't know. That's, that's it. That's all I got. Thanks. Oh, thank you, Mike, for taking us on that journey with you. That was good. That was something. Oh, thank you. I really, I really enjoyed that too, Michael. You know, um, that whole theme of acknowledging our power, um, and I think, and the in um in the way of mastery, it really touches on that in that um, it it says we should just be awestruck, regardless of, you know, the good, bad, or the ridiculous, whatever shows up, that we should just be awestruck with the power. But instead, um, we're programmed to look at the effects. And um, and that's where truly the, the fear comes in and the resistance to our power. And... Um, and we just bypass it. We look, we look right past this, this um, amazing power, and and don't even stop for a moment to pause and say, "Oh my God, I created that. I brought, I manifested that." You know, and it could be something wonderful, or it could be there's not enough money in my bank account, or you know, or you know, the weather is terrible today. I can't go and do what I wanted to do. You know, it's. Besides all that, I, you know, the amazing thing is that, look, I had the power to create that. Wow, isn't that amazing? And um, I think we're, um, I know with me, I'm channeled, I'm, I'm just conditioned to look at the effect of the creation and um, my response to it. And, and I can get really tied up in that. And um, just overlook that, just like you said, Micah, that um, awesome, the awesomeness of the power we have and, um, and our resistance to it and um, our da- defining it and labeling it and frightening ourselves by it and <laughs> doing everything but just basking in the glory of God and, and see that it was love that created it. 
um, regardless of what my where my mind is at that moment and the response or reaction I have to it. Um, it was the power of of the love and the wholeness of God coming through me that um, and me utilizing that uh, that um, creates my universe. You know, universe. You know, in that book I mentioned a few weeks ago, I think it was in this group. The most important question, it spells universe, Y-O-U-N-I-V-E-R-S-E, you know, so it's kind of cool. Anyway, I'm complete. Thank you. Thank you for that, Lana. Thank you so very much. You know, yeah. that, thank, you, me, thank you, Thank you, Lana. Lana, and thank you, Micah. I, um, this is Judy. I, you're the only other person that I've ever had the privilege of hearing about the about your near death experience, I too experienced one, and the way you described it, I was with you all the way, and I just wanted to say thank you so much. It was gorgeous, and it is gorgeous, and that realization, that perfect awareness of just the feeling and the experience of that love and that light, and the awareness and the realization that we are the ones projecting it. We're the ones projecting projecting that right into the space-time continuum. And every other, every other multiverse that is out there, there are so many different dimensions that time and space is just one of them. And yet, here we are, and we are projecting everything into the time and space, into this particular reality and the awareness that there are so many other dimensions of reality as well. Thank you so much for that, Micah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm complete. Thank you, thank you. share that. Yeah, I I share that with Judy. Thank you, Micah. Thank the you very much, Micah. Oh, sorry, experience. Paul. Yeah, I'm going to go on mute because I'm sitting here grinning. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Mike, Micah, and thank you, Lana, um, very much, both of you. I mean, Mike, I got to say, I can hear you so much clearer tonight. I don't know what you've changed, if anything, at your end, but it's really nice to be able to hear you so loud and clear. Yeah, he did come Thanks. through very clear tonight. Thank you, yeah. Sometimes when oh, you, you come on, you, it sounds like you're at a distance, but then tonight you're so clear and like I'm, you're sitting right next to me. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. good. Mm. I guess we're in each other. <laughs> I guess it's that relationship. And, you know, that if you read, you know, as he goes, to, you know, it's all in the relationship is needed to create the difference. But, however, relationship with everything creates sameness, so the very oneness in being that we've all been talking about. And I love how he goes from that point to tell us that because of this relationship, he says, now you have realized that you are whole, your wholehearted desire has been made. Begin to see and create this change in the world around you. This is your world and your experience. This is your life and your experience of life. Now you must believe that you are its creator and powerful in your relationship to it. I mean, just those words. It all starts with relationship. 
to all, to everything and everyone. And that's what, Michael, I think, Michael, is the thread that when you were having that near death, the relationship with what you was around you, all of it, everything, that gave you that experience to create and to continue to create a world that you know. And you were back. So, yeah, it's all relationship. I mean, how many times does he tell us? Without relationship, all and nothing are the same. In relationship, the difference between all and nothing is everything. And so it is a creation and destruction. Without relationship, creation and destruction are the same. In relationship, the difference between creation and destruction is everything. It's all. It's a relationship with everything. So, powerful words. And when we believe these words, we say yes to power. That's day, day 34. I'm complete. Thank you, Paula. That was beautiful. Beautifully said. Thank you, Paula. Thank you. Thank you, Paula. Well, this is Micah real quick. Um, and I'm sure other people have noticed this, but since I joined the call, gosh, I've been so grateful as we were talking about relationship. It just shifted the awareness into a whole different level that everything I look at uh, is, you know, in relationship. And what I notice ab- about that is something surrenders, the awareness surrenders into, into feeling relationship with you know, every board, every wave, every boat, every person, you know, everything, just relationship, relationship. The sense of a separated self dissolves into this field of an energetic relationship that is so rich. And and um, it's the dawning of love. I don't know much about love, that's for sure. But it's the dawn. I can feel that it's the dawning of love Anyway, I'm done. Great, Micah, thanks. Yeah, thank thanks, you, Micah. Oh, I'm looking at, uh, yeah. I was looking at uh, paragraph three, 34.3. <clears throat> um, the second sentence of uh, the whole thing, a relationship is needed to create difference. However, relationship with everything creates sameness or the very oneness in being that we have been talking about. And I recall reading previously or, or seeing in here that, that within God, God has a relationship with everything, with all of creation. It is in relationship with all that is. And the distinction between God and us is that we are limited in 
in our relationship, in the way that we have seen or the way that we have held ourselves. And so as I'm reading that, that paragraph, I'm recognizing that the create, same, create sameness, this is, to me, what, he's, what we're speaking of about being completely one in God, one with God. And, and, and the sameness that is showing up there may not be the individualized expressions of any one of us, but is the core of all of us. And as we've also read throughout this book, God is love. God is a totality of love. That, to me, I'm equating that word of sameness as being the experience and expression of love. And that everything stems from that when we are in relationship with everything. That's what we'll see unfolding. That's my take on it. Thank you. I'm complete. Yeah, that was beautiful, Reverend Bill. That was. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Bill. Thank you so much, Reverend Bill. Thanks, Reverend Bill. That was awesome. Thank you, Reverend Bill. I guess what comes up for me right now is imagining being in a state where all we are expressing, all we are extending, all we are giving and receiving, all we know, know, I mean, the capital K, know, is love and being in that state. Can we imagine that for a few moments? I can yeah. imagine it. I can feel it. You know, and I was talking to Judy prior to opening the call that today's lesson in the Course of Miracles, I am the love of God surrounds me wherever I go. And that I held to that all day. That he's there with me and I felt that power. I am surrounded by the love of God. All day, I felt him before me, behind me, to the right, to the left. God was with me all day. And that's love. And that's, it, it, he tells us that in every book, everything we read, that it's all about love. And I am there, constantly surrounding you in love. Feel it. Thank you. I did. I still feel it now. I want to feel it forever. There's such a comforting feeling, like a warm blanket. Beautiful. Thanks, Paula. I'm with you. (laughs) Thank you, Paula. Oh, that was lovely, Paula. Thank you. It really was. We need each other. We are each other. That's the oneness, Mike. The oneness of us. Can we recognize that in that that oneness and in that love, 
all there is is creation, continuous, a continuous expression of creating or extending love. And sign us up. Sign me up. Sign us up. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Brian. Sign me up. Beam me up, Scotty. Beam me up. me up, Scotty. <laughs> you know, and I, I just love how in a lot of the paragraphs, Jesus always gives you that question mark. You know, are you willing to experience the power of God, to let it flow through you? You know, and you have to say yes. You know, just resounding yes. You know, that's what he's saying. Say yes to power. Are you willing? You know, and my dear Reverend Pam always reminds me, I hear the willingness in you. I see the willing. You know, as long as you're willing. And what she's saying is, as long as you're willing, you have the power. Right, Shirley? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. That is so true. Because it says, realize the importance and the power of your willingness to say yes. And that's all we have to remind. Say yes to it. Don't negate it like he's saying. Don't make yourself little. Don't make yourself powerless. Don't do that. Feel your power. You experience being power is you are negating the power of God who is one in being with you. No, I say yes to power. Amen. <laughs> Me too. Uh, this is Shirley. And I remember uh, Marianne Williamson saying once, um, stop playing small because that doesn't benefit you or the, or the universe. And I kept thinking, wow, you know, how am I playing small? But this, this lesson is, is really reminding me that when we see ourselves as being so limited and and when we, you know, do that woe is me and seeing ourselves as victims, we're playing small. And that is not what God wants us to do. Um, he wants us to experience our power. God is power. We are, we are with God. Therefore, we have power. So it's a beautiful lesson saying yes to Paul because that is what we are. I'm complete. Thanks, Shirley. Thank you, Shirley. Thank Thank you, Shirley. Shirley. Do you remember, I think it was in the 60s, 70s, when love was coming and they had these same say, say yes to power. Power is love. Do you remember that? Power to the yes. people. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I was there. 
Yes, I was there. <laughs> the love yeah. fest. Make love, not war. Not war. Yes, oh right. my God. Yeah. Yeah. Our child. What a great generation that was. Yes, it was. I oh think they God. were on to something, huh? Kind of started oh, we the movement. Oh, absolutely. We were certainly yes, on to something. Yeah. yeah. T-shirts, plackets, it was all over the place. How is it? Oh, we can bring some of that back today. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it may... It, it, oh, sorry, go ahead. This just came up for me. Uh, recognize uh, how that showed up at that point in time and what has evolved since then in terms of us and our consciousness and our openness and our willingness to be able to be reading material such as this that is, that is just putting an emphasis or an exclamation point on that whole message of power at that time. I'm, I'm talking about back in the 60s and 70s in that regard and just to watch what has evolved mm-hmm. throughout mankind in, since then and the part that we are playing in that. Thank you. I'm complete. Yeah. And, and Reverend Bill, what came about during that time? Of course, the miracles, right? Yes. Isn't we were ready. Coincidental? Yeah, we were ready. Jesus chose at that time. It took seven years of scribing. That came out. And then think think about it. From the 60s into the 90s, where were we going? And there came the course of love. So it's been like, you know, this rolling, powerful word started, you know, to come up more and more and more. And here we are. It's the momentum of the power of God. And each time we pick up a book, it talks about love. And we're growing, we're growing in numbers, the souls that are in this world now, carrying those plackets. Peace, love, joy, powerful words, love. That's what our souls are doing now. All the souls that are coming into this dimension now. The world is begging for it. And the souls are coming in to help us. I'm complete. Oh, that is so true. Thank you, Paula. Very true, Paula. Thank you. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Paula. Thank you, Paula. Beautifully said, Paula. Very beautiful. Is there anyone out there that hasn't had an opportunity to join our love fest? Let it be. Let us hear your voice. Hi, it's Chris. I just came in. Huh? Hi, everyone. Hi, Chris. Welcome to our love fest. Grab a placket. Wow. How is hey, Yogi. Chris. <laughs> Hi. Lana. We're in, we're in day 34, Chris. 
saying yes to power. Day 34, yes to power. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Anybody else out there? Let's speak up and join the love fest. Hi, this is Pat again. I was just been thinking about what you've all been saying, and I think I give my power away. Because yesterday was a day when I was just super anxious about several things I had to do that were all important. <laughs> Driver's <laughs> license, put money in the bank, all that kind of stuff. And... I got in the car and I thought, I probably shouldn't be driving. I'm so anxious. And then I started breathing and I, you know, just said, nope, God's got my back. God's got my back. And I kept telling myself all the way in and doing all three of the things and coming home and being successful at all of them, even to the point that I had to take, I thought I had to take another driver's test. And as it turns out, Governor Newsom has changed um, the request. And if you're over 70, you do not have to take the knowledge test. And I'd already taken it once and flunked. And when I got there, um, they just, I had talked to somebody at the DMV and I told them, I know I'm not going to pass it the second time. I just don't remember stuff. So anyway, she says, oh, that's not a problem. Governor Newsom has this mandate where anybody over 70 doesn't have to take it. And there's only a 15-minute wait in Hemet because Hemet had, had actually closed down because of the fire. <laughs> so I got wow. it, in, and you only got to wait 15 minutes. So I went in there, and I got it done. And I'm thinking... <laughs> Come on to my house. <laughs> I'm moving to California. <laughs> I, I know what you mean, but anyway, I feel like, I don't know if I'm saying this right, and I really don't care. It's like I gave it all to God, but could I actually be um, creating that? Could I actually be not aware of of this is that I've kind of like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, you guys. All I know is something has snapped in me in a good way that maybe you think everybody else is doing it for you and maybe you're doing it for yourself. Anyway, that's where I am. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Thank you, y'all. Thanks, Pat. Yeah, thank you, Pat. And he says, we are the creators of our world. So you created your world. Yeah, we really buffer our power. No kidding. 
Yeah, he tells that a, a lot. You, ha- you don't realize. We don't realize power we have. Whether we hide it behind fear or doubt or whatever. There's that inner something. Hmm. We don't want to be happy. I, sorry? Deborah, do you yeah. want to say something? Um, sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm really taken with these last two paragraphs. Um, it just says it all for me in this. Really love this whole number, this whole day, three, four. So if you do not make real your power, you will experience yourself as powerless. If you experience your being as powerless, you are negating the power of God who is one in being with you. That is so strong. And so if, if I feel, if I'm, I keep attaching it now to in, going forward, that if I'm feeling off in some way, I'm literally out of my sense of power. So I just need to remind myself, I'm not feeling love, I'm feeling powerless. So if I'm feeling powerless, then, then I'm negating my own power. It just feels like an easier way to help. I can comprehend it so easily, this, the way it's stated here, so that I could see that just helping me to just reverse that in my day. And it would be so amazing if if I'm having... A down day and I'm, I'm I'm reversing it and I slip back into it and I reverse it and I slip back into it and I reverse it it's just that constant sense of wow this is that's all it takes that's all it really takes realizing I'm feeling powerless I'm doing it myself and so I just need to allow the power I'm recognizing that I'm doing something to myself I'm blocking myself I'm blocking myself I just feel this is very juicy, so nourishing to fit with with my daily sense and be able to just um, align, snap to align. Okay, I've taken it there. I'm complete, thanks. Thank you, David. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that was great. Thank you so much. Thank you, Deborah. Oh, yes, thanks, Deborah. Thank you, Deborah. Yogi Chris, you have anything to join in the dialogue with us? Yeah, I'm just going over the chapter now as we speak. Um, Powerful. Yeah. I just got out of a Teachers of God board meeting, and there's an upcoming movie that the executive producer is Bill Free. It's called The Awakening Mind. It's going to be a series, a documentary. It's going to come out March of 2023. And it's going to be a 90-minute film, and it's going to go through YouTube, Gaia, Amazon Prime, Apple, iTunes Store, uh, plenty of spiritual teachers, 
it really should have a positive effect on the world. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful to be part of that. Thank you. I'm complete. Well, thank, thank you Chris. for that. Yeah, yeah. That sounds terrific. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, it does. Yeah, thank you. Sure thanks, Chris. <laughs> you know, the one thing, I, I personally, without getting too off the tip, but YouTube has really been a place where you can find so much you know, spiritual, everything. They, you know, more than, you know, like this, um, it's just there. If you search YouTube, there's so much to take from that app, whatever you want to call it, streaming service. You're like, really, really with it. Yeah, I've been watching mm-hmm. The Chosen through YouTube, which is a great... Uh, story about Jesus and his disciples. Yeah. But, you know, it's amazing, you know, when you think of the technology, you know, and that where we are in this dimension, and because of man's knowledge and the technology how we can, you know, send our power all over the world. Sit down in front of, uh, you know, the screen, your computer, and communicate with somebody sitting around across, you know, the other side of the world. And that's all God's power. The power within us to create, to create a world and have the tools to make it happen. Oh, God's blessings to us. The gifts, if we open to it and use it for the good. Unfortunately, some don't. Amen. Yeah, amen. Yeah. Uh, uh, real quick, um, this is Mike again. The uh, oh, I, well, one sense of power that I think is so important is how the power to see our brother. Jesus says in The Course of Miracles, give your brother his place in the kingdom to have yours. And this power to see our brother as this high, very high self becomes our freedom. And it's an amazing power that we have to start to, uh, that I have to start to um, utilize. I don't know what, to, what else to say. It's, it's just today I've, I've felt my relationships with certain people were, in, in the dream, I see them in a certain way. And yet what they truly are is so astounding and I have to, I have to shift my perceptions uh, into how I really, you know, how, how they really are. And um, one experience that really helped was, uh, I remember that the awareness shifted into seeing this particular person 
their holiness and that was so astounding it, it was an amazing they were so lucid you know when once the spiritual sight occurred and and what it what it revealed was a soul that was so um, so conscious so loving and I've, I've shared it before but it was like seeing the mother mary that you, the most holy mother mary you could imagine but but multiply it about 10,000 times it, it was and that's what we all are and to see each other that way is our power to heal the son of god and, and we have to start i have to start to utilize that uh, and demand that of myself to start to see my brothers that way and, and not tolerate how the ego looks at this world with such limitation on my brothers and sisters. Anyway, that's it. That was beautiful, Micah. That was absolutely beautiful. Oh, yes, that was great, Micah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Stirred my heart, Micah. Thank you. Thank you, Micah. No, you bet. Yeah, that was that was wonderful, Micah. It reminds me of the song, The Water Boys, The Christ in You. If you've ever heard that, listen to that song. It's all about I'll see the um, i seeing the Christ in, in everyone. Oh. Mm. What was the name of the song? Um the Christ in you and it's by the water boys it's basically repeating the same thing over and over again too I'm going to um, I can't remember exactly the lyrics but the idea of if I'm not seeing I'm not seeing you properly I'm going I'm going to keep looking to see the Christ till I see the Christ in you Yeah, very wonderful. You, you just you're speaking of that. Just brought that right out too. And it's an important thing for that I I lose touch in, but would really like to be bringing that back to mind every day. I think it's just so valuable. Thanks again. Yeah. Thanks, Deborah. Thank you. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you, Mina. Mika. But you know, how many times are we told? Even, you know, the power, like in the, as Jesus reminds us in the course of miracles and the course of love, even the power of our thought, how we can move mountains and see our breath with our thoughts. But, you know, so we have no private thoughts. So there's, there's a power within us. It's, it's part of our created mind, the minds that create you know, and I was on a call this afternoon and we were talking about, and this is power, you know, you can cast someone in the street and just smile at them. And you can change that person's life in that instant. Give that person a love, the feeling of someone cares, that they smile. You see somebody looking, you know, down and forlorn, and you say, have a good day. Or just in your mind, say, God bless you. That's our power. That's the power of God coming through us. You know, you don't realize, we don't know, you know, when I start reading, you know, the miracles, and he kept reminding me, 
you know, with even those fundamental lessons, you know, you see everything with the power through your mind, your thoughts. You have no private thoughts. You have the power to join with all your brothers and sisters, just with your thoughts. So he constantly reminds us of our power in so many ways. In the most smallest little nod of a head to somebody or gentle touch to someone. A giving smile is powerful. Laughing with someone is powerful. So, and here we are coming together in this group. The power between all of us. You know, we're all miles apart from each other, yet we're feeling the power. It's resonating because of our oneness. And complete. Beautiful. Thank, Thank you. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, Paula. Paula. Thank you, yeah. Paula. Thank you. Thank you, Paula. I'm going to call somebody. I I found that. Oh, sorry, Paula. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead, Julie. Please go. Go. Uh, I was just going to say that in in my experience, I find that um, how I'm feeling is generally the um, benchmark for me. And if I'm feeling all muddled or confused or down or anything out that's born out of fear, then there's nothing I can do. I mean, I can smile at people, but there's, in a sense, there's a phoniness behind that smile because there are no private thoughts. So I've been just very consciously aware of how I am truly, deeply, honestly within myself feeling. And when I do that, then, and again, foremost in my mind is my complete and utter desire to be completely authentic. In other words, if I'm feeling crappy, I don't want to come across as saying, oh, yeah, everything's just fine. I don't want to do that. I want to be really true to myself and really deeply honest with myself to the truth of how I actually am feeling. How do I see myself? That is how I'm going to see everybody. I'm going to see through my own filters, and my own filters come from within me. So no matter how I am feeling, it's going to be reflected in the world outside of me, always. So, again, um, my focus lately has really been on just, just discovering, Judy, what's the truth going on inside of you. And when I discover that it's not something that is of love, then I have a choice. Then I can make the choice to say, okay, if I'm not experiencing love then I'm off track because, number one, I am a being of love. And my husband, who I live with, is a being of love. And if I'm experiencing anything, or if my mind is wandering back, you know, 20 years into the past about some, you know, slight or or resentment or or whatever, you know, then I'm not going to be experiencing love. I'm not going to be experiencing him as the being of love that he is. So these are things that I need, that I do not, not need to. I actually do remind myself of them. I don't do a lot during the day. I'm one of those people that have made a decision a couple of years ago that said, no, you're not going to go out. You're going to do your part to end this stupidity that's going on in the world. You're just going to stay home. You know, get your shots and stay home. And that's the beginning and the end of it. Unfortunately, I have a husband who's willing to go out and take all the necessary precautions. So I've been able to devote a lot of time to just being by myself, 
at home and deeply looking within myself to discover the truth that I want to see. Who's the Judy I want to see? And it's not my personality. It's the Christ in me. It's the God within that means everything. And it's not only a mental exercise. That, that to me has just, okay, been there, done that, passed it. Now it's all about feeling and experiencing it. Feeling and experiencing mm-hmm. that deep, profound love. Knowing, knowing that it is within me. And whenever I have the opportunity to express it, I do. Sometimes I don't express it directly to people because they're not within my geographical sphere. But I do know that in the realm of spirit, there is no barrier. I can project a loving thought to somebody halfway across the world or completely around the world. It doesn't matter. Geography is irrelevant with what we are doing. This is all about energy. And energy is universal. And I just need to look at what energy I'm putting out, what energy am I experiencing and feeling. So I've just just been devoting an awful lot of time to that. And i got to admit, it feels really wonderful. It feels really peaceful. And that's the other thing is that peace, love, God are interchangeable. Those words are interchangeable. They all mean pretty much the same thing. And I know I'm pretty sure I've I've read about that in in A Course of Love, A Course of Miracles, or Waymaster, I can't remember which. Maybe in all three, who knows. Anyway, um... I just know that for me, all I want to do is just, I just want to feel good all the time. So I just decided to make it a purpose or my purpose in life. And all I can tell you is that it feels wonderful. And thank you. That's it. I'm complete. Thank you for listening. Thank you for that, Judy. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Judy. Thank you, Judy. Thank you, Judy. Hi, this is Chris. Um, I was just contemplating contemplating what it means saying yes to power. Um, saying yes to power is saying yes to God's will for me. There's a uh, step that says, sought through prayer and meditation and make conscious contact with God, praying for the knowledge of his will for me and the power to carry it out. So saying yes to God's will and the power to carry out is the answer for me. And to receive God's will comes from a still mind, a peaceful mind. Um, And that's as a result of being willing over and over again to relinquish my beliefs and my perceptions about the world through the lessons. Uh, And when my mind is, very still, very quiet, I'm receiving that power, God's power, because that's where God's power resides for me in my still mind. So um, I could be doing anything during the day, but is my mind at peace? Is my mind still and open and receptive to receive God's will and that power to carry it out? Um, yeah, that's to me, it's all power is from a surrendered state of mind, a mind at peace within itself. This holy instant I give to God. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm complete. <laughs> that's great, Chris. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Thank you. Oh, that, I love that, Chris. Thank you. 
Thank you, Chris. I'm going to let's make some space now for people who have not shared as yet. How about my beloved sister Gloria? Gloria, do you have anything to say to us tonight? Reverend Bill? Oh, maybe they're not on. Uh, sorry, I, I stepped, stepped away for a moment. Is Gloria with us? Yes, she is. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Would you like to share some love with us tonight? No, I'm okay. Thank you. Thank you for all right. Thank you. We are grateful. We are grateful that you... Go ahead, Reverend Bill. Yeah, we're grateful. We're seeing the continued progress that seems to just have taken off in the last week or so. <clears throat> so uh, and she's out of the um, sling for the most part, and uh, I have a hard time in getting her to rest or relax or stop through the day. She's just staying so busy around here, and that that's how she is. Um, so... Uh, we're seeing the healing happening on the wrist and on her hand and um, and in her head, in her mind. Mm-hmm. She's recognizing that. And, and all the work, all the material, the practices in each of the groups just continues to serve this process, continues to remind her who she is and who we are. So... Uh, here I am speaking for her. Perhaps we are. I think she wants me to speak for her. Lots of love to both, to you and Gloria. Gloria, feel the love. Feel the healing love around you. Feel the oneness Thank you so of much. us. Thank you. Thank you for that embrace. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you all. Clearly, I, I'll, I'll say I'll just go out on the line and say that this is probably the closest that we are to any community at this point in time mm-hmm. over these last couple of years, and uh, I certainly celebrate it. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Bill. Yeah, I know what you mean. The closeness of us. Hmm. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for voicing that notice. I yeah. I agree. I get that. Well, we uh, have Lemoyne. Is... Go ahead, <laughs> Pat. Pat, let uh, me see I... if there's Lemoyne or Miguel who hasn't shared with us. Let's see okay. if they have something to say. Okay. Got to make room. Sure. No problem. Miguel. Anything you want to add to our conversation tonight? Yes, please. Oh, maybe. Lemoyne, are you there? 
Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, I am here. <laughs> is Miguel, do you, are you on the console? Is Miguel still with us? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. It's all been said. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh. Oh, good. All right. Thank you, Miguel. How about you, Lemoyne? You have something to share? Joe Riley's been quiet, too, tonight. I'll leave the floor open. Well, this is Joe Riley, and I just get so much out of everybody sharing. And it touches my heart very much. Uh, I can relate to a couple days ago, I was, I found myself kind of in a crummy mood. And then I realized maybe a day later, I was like, wow, you, you are, you are in a fearful state. And that's why I was in a crappy mood. You know, I was, feeling like I was feeling like a victim and uh, and as soon as I recognized that I like totally snapped out of it um, so I thought that was very good I enjoy these words I think they're very powerful um, and I just continue to open to the words and oh yeah so there, the the day I was in a crappy mood, <laughs> this is what happened. I went out to lunch and I got a fortune cookie, you know. I love fortune cookies. And guess what the <laughs> message was? Open your heart. <laughs> oh, my God, God just died. in a mysterious <laughs> way. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I guess I can't be pouting anymore. I'm going to snap out of this. God in a fortune cookie. <laughs> the message comes Great. out in a fortune cookie. <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> Great. And, uh, I suppose I suppose what it brings to mind is when I was feeling that way, I realized that I really needed to just change my perception. I needed to make a change and ask for help in that to guide me, to ask God to guide my path that day. And I think it was um, Micah who was talking about, uh, and I do this often when I'm in a real big crowd of all kinds of people, all these faces, all these wonderful ways of presenting themselves. I think to myself, you know, you're all one. God is in me, is in them, and to see that in them and not just see, to, to, to look beyond just what's that physical presentation and see something deeper. And I just love that. I love when I can do that, and I love it when I'm reminded of seeing the love in other people and seeing it in myself. So thank you all for sharing. I enjoy it all. I love listening to you, and I love being part of this group, and I love being part of this work. Thank you. I'm so grateful. I'm complete. Thank you, Joe. Amen. We're grateful for you and love to you, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, likewise, Thank Joe. Thank you. Yeah, amen to all of it. Thank you, Joe. 
Jessica, are you still with us? Jessica? Yes, I'm here. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello. Uh, hi. I I got a booster shot yesterday, and then I was kind of, un, uh, you know, really tired and resting today. But because it was my anniversary for my husband and my, you know, marriage, I said, oh. let's go to this local restaurant and eat something. And in the middle of that, I started getting really dizzy and I put my head between my legs, and I kept trying to sit up and then getting dizzy again. So I lay down on the floor, and pretty soon there were a whole bunch of um, firefighters and, and rescue people there. I mean, you know, I knew they were coming. But it's funny because as I think about it, I can focus on, like, why was I dizzy? Is it because of this? Is it because of the booster shot? Should I have stayed home? But... What I really want to focus on is the smiling faces around me, the owner of the place and all these beautiful people who were asking me how I was. And I, you know, I went up on my elbows and I looked all around me and it was just, they were all wearing uniforms, but it was, it was a really, <laughs> it was a really wonderful experience because they, they were just filled with caring, you know, so Anyway, I thought I would share that since you asked me if I was still here. I'm, I'm trying to rest and not be stupid and go running around and doing things and before I'm ready. Thanks for asking, Paula. Yeah, well, thanks. Well, thank you for letting us share that experience with you. Yeah, the smiling yeah, faces take care, that was all love. Yeah. yeah, take care and rest. Oh, thank you, Jessica. So glad to hear your perky voice. (laughs) (laughs) Everything unfolded okay. Love you. Mm. Thank you. Jessica, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up in all the different events that we have going on. And um, thank you for sharing about what's been going on for you. We see and know healing is unfolding. So thank you. Bless you. Thank you. I love you guys. We love you too. Amen. Well, we have a couple of minutes before we say goodnight. Lemoyne, do you have any parting words? Oh, <laughs> well, just to just to say, um, <laughs> Joe, Joe, there's a better more shining example of what I've been going through. Call it tending the garden. <clears throat> so I sorted my beans while I was on the call. While I sorted my thoughts. And uh it's just uh, many wonderful reminders and expressions of the oneness of being. The one thing that that I would say for myself is the way that, to me, the the centrality of this thing of the one oneness of being. We are one in being and different in relationship. That uh, you know, the listening of, to the to the voice of the one and the many, and to the many and to the one, and you know, all that, all that, and the so just this. Uh, centrality of the oneness of being 
<clears throat> I always thought that the single word that best expresses the capital S is one oneself, rather than true self gives me ideal self fits. <laughs> For some reason, I hear true self, I think I'm an imposter, and it's just like whoa. I mean, that's only two steps away, but I'm already two steps lost, and that's not. Um, I get it. That's not a valid reason to to change in any words or what people think or believe or say. And uh, it's just for me, it's, it's the oneness that's always been <clears throat> the central inspiration and the the parallel search with the search for understanding myself that converges here. So thank you all. This has been very beautiful and helpful. Thank you, LeMoyne. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, LeMoyne. Oh, thank you. Thanks, LeMoyne. Thank you, LeMoyne. Here we are at the end of our beautiful hour and a half together. I thank you all from the bottom of my heart that you show up every week. I wonder... Every Wednesday, who's going to show up? And they come. And they come. And they come with love in their heart. And I say, thank you, God. And I feel it. And I feel it resonating through all of us. So with gratitude, in my humble way, I say, thank you. Thank you so very much. Thank you. And everyone have a good night. And peace and joy in your dreams. Because I'm going into dreamland soon here on the East Coast. <laughs> thank you, Paula. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Good morning. I'm leaving it in your hands. Good night. Right? Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night, everyone. All right, I'm going to end the call. Good night. Yes. Uh, I'll catch the recording. Okay.